Welcome everyone. We're so glad you can be with us today and join Amen. us. This is Pastor Monty. I'm Pastor Don McCutcheon. We pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. And we are so glad that we can come together today to search the scriptures as Acts 17, 11 says to do and to find out who we are in Christ, but also to what God has called us to do in this day and this hour as believers. Amen. And that's to pray and to find out how we need to pray, especially for our country and everything that's going on. And that's yes. something we can do every day. That's something that's a part of our responsibility as a believer. And then at the end of the service, we are going to go ahead and receive communion. So you can prepare those elements now for later and join us as we come before the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, it is so good to be with you today. And we do thank you for your prayers for us and yes, your do. continued faithful support. Yes. And we are so thankful for that. And we pray the fullness of God's blessing be upon you in all of your giving and honoring God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We're so excited to be with you and to get into the word of God that's never going to change. And we so can be so thankful for that. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me today as we open up again and look at our text that we've been using in this series. And this is so important Again, as we've repeatedly said, for these upcoming elections, we need to be praying yes. and pressing into prayer, seeking God and going to Him because the Lord is the only answer for all the dilemmas that are facing this world and in this world today. Mm -hmm. That's right. The last days are upon us. They've been on us for 2,000 years and we're living in the end of the last days. Mm -hmm. And it's important for us to daily be searching the scriptures, seeking God, looking amen. to him for his help. Glory to God. Yes, amen. And he will be there and he will help us. And he is. Mm -hmm. Praise God. We've heard so many answers to prayer from the broadcasts that uh, it gives glory to God. Yes. Because our Thank God you, is a prayer answering God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Our father loves us yes. and he's for us. Amen. Amen. And he's given us a roadmap. And the Word of God is that roadmap. So if you're there in 1 Timothy chapter 2, let's look again here and read this together. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. And it says here, Paul writing to Timothy by unction or inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, whereunto I am ordained a preacher, an apostle, I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Praise God. Father, as we do come before you today in the name of Jesus, together to study your word, we thank you for fresh illumination yes, Lord. and revelation that comes by the Holy Spirit as our teacher, as our guide. We thank you, Lord God, for opening the eyes of our understanding mm -hmm. and teaching us things 
that we need to know or perhaps have forgotten that we did know. And we thank you, yes, Father Lord. God, for a fresh touch upon every person that's mm -hmm. with us today listening to the broadcast. And Lord, we thank you that Jesus will be glorified and that every need will be met. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. 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 Well, as we look at these scriptures here, and we've read this almost every time here the last few weeks, but it bears repetition that the first things that we need to do for us to lead a quiet and peaceable life in seeking God and in being that done in prayer is to pray for our leaders. Amen. Now, of course, when this was written by the Apostle Paul, there were kings that were over countries and nations at that time. There was more of a monarch type of reigning. Mm -hmm. We have presidents, premiers, etc., in the day in which we live. But this is apropos for us still today. Excellent. The leaders that are in charge, that are over men, and God has ordained leadership, we need to uphold them in prayer. Mm -hmm. We think sometimes that we've already prayed enough for them. Mm -hmm. And that could be no further from the truth because just because we've prayed for them and they appear that they're doing the right things mm -hmm. is no sign that they would continue on that path Amen. for the That's simple right. reason that the Bible teaches us that we're in a war right now and Jesus has defeated the devil legally, mm -hmm. but Satan is still the God of this world and he wants to inflict all the pain and suffering and agony on God's creation mm -hmm. and God's people. That's why we need to use the mighty name of Jesus and our authority in prayer, taking the word of God to the Lord and seeing God be able to move on earth as he wants to. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. So we need to be praying. The elections are just a few weeks away now. And you have a supply in prayer. And it will lead to a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness as you pray. Mm -hmm. Because you'll have peace on the inside. Although conflict can be going on all around us, mm -hmm. we can have the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ on the inside of us. And the world is, by what we see, and it bears out from the scriptures, getting worse and worse. But we as Christians, we're in this world, but not of this world. But as long as we are here, we need to stay with heaven's mandate and occupy until the Lord Jesus Christ returns. And he is coming soon. Amen. Because we are living in the end of time. Mm -hmm. But God's interested in souls. He's interested in the lost. He loves people. He loves humanity. Yes, he does. He doesn't agree with what much of humanity does, but he loves them. Mm -hmm. That's why he sent Jesus. That's why we need to pray. That's Amen. why we're here. You were born for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. And so was I. Hallelujah. Amen. So as we look at this, we see that this all funnels down to people getting saved mm -hmm. because God would have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. God is not willing that any perish. Mm -hmm. Well, when there's good leadership, it allows the gospel to go forth unhindered. That's right. More freely. That's why we pray. Amen. Never take things for granted. 
right. especially your freedoms. America, with all the problems that it has, is still the best nation to live in, in the world. The gospel has gone out from this nation for years and years. And we need to make sure that it can still go out. And what happens right. in these elections is most important. <coughs> Our prayers are going to precipitate certain things to happen. And praise God, we have the ability in the name of Jesus yes, to pray. Do. And you've got a supply to give in prayer by the spirit of faith. Yes, Glory amen. to God. He's given us that authority. Yes, he has. Now, let's go back and let's look again at Ezekiel 22. <clears throat> we read this last week. And it bears looking at again. <clears throat> so many times we read something once and we think that we've got it. But as most people know, we need to go back over things many right. times because you'll continually see new facets of the Word of God as you repeatedly go over the same Scriptures. Amen. Once we think we know, it's like my dad used to say when I was growing up. He said, son, <clears throat> it's what a person learns after they think they already know it all that really counts. Mm -hmm. And what a truth that is. Yes, it is. What we learn after we think we already know it all. We all know so little compared to what we're going to know in the days ahead and in all eternity, we're going to be ever learning about the grace of God, the Father God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and all that God has laid up for us. And that is exciting. Amen. And when we realize that, it keeps us with a humble heart yes, because does. we know that we're on the road <laughs> to learning more. But back in Ezekiel 22, and of course, Ezekiel prophesied to the captives in Babylon and probably about the age of 30. And he uttered these words, <clears throat> excuse me, starting in verse 23 of Ezekiel 22. And we will take up and read there again. If you have your Bibles, uh, this is a good portion of Scripture to specifically underline as we're looking here today at praying and specifically interceding. Last week, we ended up here talking about intercession. Mm -hmm. That's standing in the gap for another mm -hmm. or for the nation. And we can see this clearly seen right here in the Holy Scriptures. Mm -hmm. But starting in verse 23, it says, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, say unto her, Thou art the land that is not cleansed, nor reigned upon in this day of indignation. There is a conspiracy of her prophets in the midst thereof, like a roaring lion ravening, the prey. They have devoured souls. They have taken the treasure and precious things. They have made her many widows in the midst thereof. Her priests have violated my law and have profaned mine holy things. And they have put no difference between the holy and the profane. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean. And I have hid their eyes from my Sabbaths and have hid their eyes from, their, from my Sabbaths and I am profaned among them. Mm -hmm. Her princes in the midst thereof are like the wolves ravening the prey to shed blood and to destroy souls to get dishonest gain. Now here he's talking about the leaders. He's talking about yeah. the spiritual leaders here particularly. And he goes again in verse 28 to illuminate this further with the prophets. He goes on to say, and her prophets have dabbed them with untempered mortar, seeing vanity 
and divining lies to them, saying, Thus saith the Lord God, when the Lord hath not spoken. Mm -hmm. The people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and the needy. Yea, they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land. Now this is the Lord speaking here. So he was looking for a man to stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Therefore have I poured out mine indignation upon them, and I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. For their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord God. Mm -hmm. Now there is a lot that we could look at in this particular portion of scriptures. We covered some last week, but a few things I want to highlight again is, first of all, he addresses the prophets and the priests and then to the princes talking about how they have not done the right thing in leadership. Mm -hmm. As leadership goes, so goes everything else that's following the leaders. Now that's in the natural world, we see that with nations. But spiritually speaking, that's most important for the leaders in the body of Christ. Those preachers, those ministers, particularly what we would refer to as laid out there in Ephesians chapter 4, the fivefold ministry gifts, where he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. The perfecting of the saints is speaking to the maturity of the saints. So as the pulpit goes, so goes the pew, so to speak. Mm -hmm. In other words, what the preachers preach on or don't preach on, the people in the pews, the believers won't hear certain things that perhaps they need to hear. That's, right. That's why preachers need to preach the Word. As Paul told Timothy there in Second Timothy, preach the Word. He told about this time in the last days when people would heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And there is a lot of that that goes on, unfortunately. Right. Where people uh, gravitate towards wanting to hear something that's most palatable to their flesh and most palatable to their own uh, comforts in life. Well, when we come into the kingdom of God, we're <laughs> coming into the family of God. We have an assignment. The devil wants to stop us. And he'll try to work through our flesh to stop our progress in God. Mm -hmm. I noticed that. He's noticed that, <laughs> yes, and I have too. Well, and can I, I just want to share a couple of scriptures in there, honey, mm -hmm. of what you're talking about there. And um, so in other words, what you're saying is that, you know, in the book of Jeremiah, it talks about how he'll give us pastors after his own heart that will feed us with knowledge and understanding. Yes, Jeremiah 3.15. And I appreciate that because... Uh, the Word is our instruction book. You've heard this before, I'm sure. You know, it's our guide. It's our instruction book. But see, if God is the God of all wisdom, and He says here in Proverbs 4, verse 5, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Those are continual things. Just like when we're supposed to pray for all those in authority over us, there it talks about in 1 Timothy chapter 2. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of continual. It's continual learning. As long as we're here, we're occupying, we need to always be learning. These are, these are things that are constant. Mm -hmm. So again, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Okay? 
So Solomon's teaching us here that we What's need to get understanding. Reference? Proverbs 4, 5. And then it says in verse 6, forsake her not, talking about wisdom, and she shall preserve thee, love her, and she shall keep thee. Mm-hmm. You see this. The, you know, the Bible says that you know, the, fool, the, the wisdom of God you know, confounds men, but also, too, the foolishness of God mm-hmm. confounds the wisdom of man. Men, yes. Because they don't understand it. They don't get it. God has to reveal these things to us through That's his right. spirit, but he opens up our understanding. Like Luke 24, 45 talks about, then he, Jesus, opened up their understanding. We yes. have to have our understanding opened up when it comes to reading the word of God. I don't want to just read it and go, Lord, I don't get this. No, you go into it and say, Lord, help me. Yes. Open up my Open understanding up my so I can get it. Yes. Verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing. Think about that. Principle usually means the first thing. The most right. important thing. Right. Right? Yes. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Yes. I love that. Because we have to, and then it goes on there. <clears throat> chapter 4 of Proverbs is a beautiful chapter. How it talks about, my son, attend to my words. Verse 20, incline thy ear unto my saints. So that's what we're doing today is we are pondering the scriptures, searching the scriptures. Mm-hmm. But we are looking at the scriptures <clears throat> so we can get understanding See what our role is in the body of Christ and how every supply, how every joint supplieth. Oh, I'm just going to leave it up to my pastors. Or she's a prayer warrior. I'm going to leave it up to her. No, God's leaving it up to you. We're all called to pray. Yes, we are. It doesn't say there, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, pastors and five cool ministers. No, it talks about all of us together. That's right. That's what we're all supposed to do together with him and his word. Exactly. And God's word pulsates with wisdom. And the Holy Spirit gives us understanding. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 2 verse 7, he said, consider what I say and the Lord give you understanding in all things. So when we consider, instead of be dismissive of how important and pertinent the word of God is for (coughs) right here, right now, Right before the elections, as far as our praying, we don't want to minimize how important our praying is to turn things around, change things that otherwise would have been set in cement. Mm -hmm. God is the one who can change hearts. But the Lord moves with us praying. Mm -hmm. He moves in connection with that. Praise God. Amen. Now, in Ezekiel 22... When it's talking about the leaders there preaching, and we were talking there about preaching the word because of itching ears. And what we see so much is that, and I'm saying we, I'm just saying the body of Christ. Collectively. Just not only here in America, but mm-hmm. around the world. It must have the word of God preached to them. They must hear it. We must tell it. You as a preacher, as a believer, are called to preach the gospel. The true gospel. The Lord wants us to seek him and to follow him and to learn his ways and to move up higher. That's right. And this is all part and parcel of that by learning what the scriptures have already told us. That's why Paul told us in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, he said these things were in samples. They were written as examples talking about things that happened in history concerning the children of Israel. And what happened when they went wayward away from God. So we can learn from that. As it's been rightly said, 
Those who don't learn from history are destined to repeat it. Mm -hmm. So we can change things. Yes, That's positive. Amen. That's, that gives us hope for the future that we, praise God, can take the word of God and pray. Hallelujah. Yes, amen. But it starts with the pulpit. It starts with the preacher. And that's why here in Ezekiel 22, he's talking about the prophet, the priest, and then, of course, the princes there. And then having this untempered mortar. But they were preaching not what they should have been preaching. Mm -hmm. They should have been telling people, the, the children yeah, of Israel, that's right. those of Judah, the things that God wanted them to hear. And sometimes that's uncomfortable for us. But we need to do it. Yes. We need to do it as preachers, Amen. as ministers of the Word of God. We need to hold fast to what the Word of God says. Yes. And again, going back to, you know, I'm going to give you pastors after my own heart. If you have a good pastor, which there are many, many excellent pastors. Yes, there and are. And we only know in part, but as we get into the Word of God, He reveals more and more. Mm -hmm. But also, too, they're going to feed you with knowledge and understanding. And this is the most important hour right now is for us to be praying. And, you know, James 5.16 talks about, um, you know, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that, you're, that you may be healed. That's one way to be healed. Mm -hmm. And the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or a woman availeth much. That means it's the heartfelt yes. prayer. And that's just, again, it's not leaving up to, well, I'm going to let my pastor, you know, he's, he loves to pray. I'm going to pray with him. <clears> I'm going to pray <throat> with her. That's great. There is corporate prayer. There's a corporate anointing, but there's also an anointing on your prayers. When yes. you pray in faith, that's right. standing on the Word of God and search the Scriptures and find out, you know, I, this is how I'm going to pray for my country. Mm -hmm. Again, right there in you know, 1 Timothy chapter 2. We're, that's how we're praying. I'm going to stand. God hears your prayers. That's right. If you're the only one praying or the only one you think that's praying, maybe in your community or uh, maybe you're not able to go to church or whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. But no, there's other believers that are praying the same way as you, but your prayers matter. Mm -hmm. And they are effectual <clears throat> to change mm -hmm. because prayer does change things. Yes. The prayer of the righteous man or woman availeth much. It means it's very effectual. It changes things. Yep, very powerful. It affects change. Amen. So praise God. See, Ezekiel felt at one point uh, when Jezebel was after him mm -hmm. that he was all alone. And uh, he, he thinks, well, Lord, you know, I'm all by myself. And then the Lord told him, he said, you know, I've, I've reserved 7,000 that haven't bowed their knee to Baal. Amen. That's and right. there's a lot of people, you may feel all alone. But first of all, you're not alone, ever alone, because the Lord's with you. That's if you've right. been born again, he lives on the inside of you and he never leaves you nor forsakes you. That's right. So Amen. be encouraged about that today. Yes. But the scriptures tell us that Standing in the gap is so important. That's intercession. Mm -hmm. When you're praying for someone, it may be a family member that's lost or away from God or in, a, in, in trouble. Yeah. You intercede for them. In other words, yeah. you take them before your heavenly father in the name of Jesus and you lift them up. That's yes. intercession. Amen. And God was saying through the prophet Ezekiel, that he sought for a man. And at that point, he couldn't find any. Mm -hmm. We know that sowing has a reaping result. Mm -hmm. What we sow That's is right. what we're going to reap. Yes. As a matter of fact, we're going to reap more than what we sowed. Yes. Just in the natural, as a practical manner, no farmer ever plants one seed and believes 
for one seed to be produced off that one seed. You plant one kernel of corn and you reap two or three ears of corn on a stalk of corn that's filled with hundreds of seeds on each cob or each ear of corn. That's right. So we reap more than what we sow. Amen. So when you're sowing, it's like Galatians chapter 6 says that he who sows to the flesh of the flesh reaps corruption and he who sows to the spirit reaps of the spirit or from the spirit life everlasting. Mm -hmm. So your prayers, it's sowing. You're yes. sowing towards your future, towards the nature, yes. Uh, yes. The, the future of this nation. Mm -hmm. Praise Amen. God, we're making a difference. Amen. Even as we've been praying in our own mm -hmm. prayer group at, uh, uh, at church, mm -hmm. um, through uh, corporate prayer, yeah. I'm telling you, mighty things are taking Powerful. place. We're seeing so many answers to prayer. Things that are hidden are being uncovered Amen. and being revealed every day Amen. so many different things it's yes, like wow yes, 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 we've been praying and no doubt other people are praying so it's not just our praying or our church there's other believers all over undoubtedly praying the same thing but praise we're doing god our part with the help of the lord but we're doing our part and heaven is hearing and heaven is answering mm -hmm. because god cares god cares about what what's going on in these last days he cares about you yes. he cares about your family he cares about what's happening amen Amen. 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 Well, and I, I don't think we finished reading there in First Timothy chapter two, but this this answers um, you know this answers another question of talking about that we're supposed to pray for all this in authority and with supplications and prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. So it's for all of them, mm -hmm. for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Continue in verse 3, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. That's what he would have us to do. That's for all of us, remember? Mm -hmm. Who will have all men to be saved. So there's a product you're talking about sowing and reaping. So this reaps souls. That's right. This is part of the reaping of the souls because if we keep the gospel free, if we're praying for our country, if we're praying for the doors to stay open for churches because That's so right. the lost can come in, uh, we can carry our Bible freely. Uh, we don't have to go underground like some of these other countries. Yes, they're getting people born again, but it's a lot easier if you can carry your Bible freely and hand out tracts and talk to people freely about the Lord mm -hmm. and, and see the gospel, see the gospel progress, see the lives come into the kingdom. So it says here, we'll have all men to be saved, verse 4, and to come into the knowledge of the truth. Again, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 mm -hmm. now. For there is one God and one mediator between God mm -hmm. and men, the man Amen. Christ Jesus, as you read, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. That's right. And then verse, but I want to jump down to verse 8. I will have, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. We're supposed to pray everywhere. Yes. And therefore that means all the time. That's right. All the time, everywhere. Yes. That's so why there's, a, there's another scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5 that talks about uh, pray without ceasing. That's right. And we, there's several other scriptures we could look at. We won't today. But the point is, is that this is precipitated through prayer. Mm -hmm. And particularly, we're talking about the prayer of intercession. Yes. We're praying the prayer of intercession, and it has beneficial results, blessings for humanity and for ourselves, we leading a quiet and peaceable life. That's right. And Ro so, yes, and, and a couple of other scriptures here too. There's so many wonderful ones. I do want to read this one here too. Romans 8:26 says, "Likewise, the Spirit also 
him also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the mm -hmm. Spirit itself maketh intercession for us. So it's again, we're working together with the Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit. Talk about praying in tongues, okay? Mm -hmm. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Why? Mm -hmm. Again, and we will know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Yes. So again, there's a great product, a great outcome when mm -hmm. we pray That's to right. lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty and for everything to work out according to his will, you know, work out everything for us, for our good. That's right. Again, That's another right. reason why we pray. That's we can right. complain, but God has called us to pray. Amen. He has. And again, intercession is, it's that type of praying because there's many different types of prayer. The prayer of intercession is just one type. Yes. But we do it in the spirit of faith. We do it because the word of God reveals that we should do it. And we stay with it. See, strong faith stays with what God has already ordained for us to do. Mm -hmm. So we're not moved See, a real faith person is not moved by what they see or by the latest news report. Mm -hmm. They're moved by what they believe. Amen. We're moved by what we believe according to what God said. Because the news media has all kinds of things that it says. Mm -hmm. The news media is not always telling you the truth. I'm sure you already know that. Mm -hmm. But it bears saying. They don't right. tell you the truth many times. That's right. Because they have their own hidden agendas. Mm -hmm. There's many agendas out there. Just like we read there in Ezekiel 22, there was a conspiracy there among That's his right. prophets, Amen. right? Yes. There was a conspiracy, the Bible tells us there, <laughs> of her prophets. In other words, their leaders. In other words, they were doing something together in an evil way with evil intent against, against God's people. Yes. That God's people wasn't getting the truth. Well, if that's true in the spiritual, it's true in the natural too. And we've even seen that coming to pass as we've seen things come out as far as what's been done in darkness in our nation. Yes. That's why when you're praying, you're praying one of the best things that you can always pray is pray for all things that are hidden to be revealed. We yeah. pray that relentlessly, yes, ongoingly, because God wants us to take our place and to pray and these things are being uncovered. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Yes, they are. We have these things available to us, but we need to take advantage of them. And, and instead of just complaining and saying, well, look at how many, uh, how rotten this is or bad that is or how wicked and evil these people are, mm -hmm. let's pray for them. Amen. Let's pray for them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Because God gets involved. And then the bottom line is, we're going to have that quiet and peaceable life inside and God's going to bless us and help us, strengthen us, protect us, provide for us, no matter what's going on. Yes. Hallelujah. And we're in sync with heaven. Yes. We're in sync with the will of God. Yes. We're Amen. knowing that we're doing our part. Praise yes. God. Yes. We know because the Bible tells us, 1 John 5, it says we, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Yes. Amen? Amen. And if we know that he hears us, the scripture goes on to say, <clears throat> we know that we have the petitions that we've desired of him. Amen.
In Romans, God. Yes, in Luke 18, verse 1 says, and Jesus was talking, he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray. Again, it's always and not to faint. Amen. So he wants us to pray, but that's part of the not fainting process, staying strong in the word of God, but Amen. also to praying keeps us strong as well. Amen. To always pray and to faint not. Perhaps you're out there today and you might be tuned in listening and saying, I feel like I don't know God. Now, of course, we don't go by feelings, but you might be out there today saying, I'm not sure if I've been even saved. You spoke about this being the end of time, the last days, Jesus coming. I don't know that I'm ready for him. You today can receive Jesus mm -hmm. as your Lord, as your Savior. And you can make heaven your home. Come into the family of God. Be born again by accepting what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. Amen. And if you're out there today, perhaps you're back in a backslidden condition that needs to come back into fellowship with your Lord. You can do that today. But I want you to open up your heart. If that's you out there today that doesn't know the Lord or you're in a backslidden condition, I want you to bow your head right now. Get down on your knees if you can in an act of humility. If you can't, that's okay. But invite the Lord Jesus to come into your heart. I'm going to lead out in prayer. And I want you to, out of your heart, pray these words. Let your heart agree with you. And God will come in and change your life. Amen. But pray this. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I come to you. I come to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, your word declares. Your word declares that Jesus. That Jesus has been raised from the dead. Has been raised from the dead. He conquered. He conquered the grave. The grave and death. And death and hell. And hell. And today. And today, I invite him. I invite him into my heart into my heart i believe i believe that he's the son of god that he's the son of god and that he's alive forevermore and that he's alive forevermore i believe i believe that he is that he is alive alive and well and well and he keeps his word and he keeps his word so this day so this day i ask him i ask him to come into my heart to come into my heart uh, that I might be born again. That I might be born again. Created anew. Created anew. Give me a new nature. Give me a new nature. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. I repent. I repent. Which means. Which means. I turn. I turn. Away from. Away from. The way I was living. The way I was living. And I turn to God. And I turn to God. And I ask him. And I ask him. To change my life. To change my life. Your word says. Your word says. That if I confess with my mouth. That if I confess with my mouth. The Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus. And believe in my heart. And believe in my heart. That God raised him from the dead. That God raised him from the dead. That I would be saved. That I would be saved. So right now. So right now. I believe that I receive. That I, I believe I receive. The free gift. The free gift. Of salvation. Of salvation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you prayed that prayer, we want to be able to send you some materials that will help you in your new start coming into the family of God or getting back on track if you were backslidden. Please look at, go to our website there that's listed on the screen. You can also contact us at our church line, 503-692-9673. 
and we'd be glad to pray with you. And also, we want to send out these materials to you Amen. because you need to have some foundational things underneath you as you start in your walk with God. Yes. And those foundational things are things that are taught in the Word of God. We get on the right so track. please contact us and let us know. Amen. We're excited for you. But this is the only, only the start. Yes. It's not the rest. It's only the start. Mm -hmm. It's important for you to get hooked up with a local fellowship, a local church, wherever you may live, and be a supply there. You can have fellowship. You can pray with like-minded believers and grow in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So please let us know about that. Amen? Amen. And we'll send that out to you free of charge. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and receive our communion at this time. As we've been doing, we've been receiving communion. And what a joyous time this is to do that. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 that the same night in which Jesus, in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he took of the cup. And as you read there in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 down through verse 26, and it goes on past that, that he talks about the bread and the cup. And as a child of God, as being born again, you're in the family of God, and we do this in remembrance of what the Lord did mm -hmm. 2,000 years ago. Yes, we do. The bread represents the broken body of Jesus. The stripes that were laid upon his back were laid upon his back so that we might receive physical healing. Physical healing is a part of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and in God's great plan of redemption through him. Mm -hmm. The cup represents the spilled blood of Jesus for the remission of our sins so that we could come into the family of God and be born again. As Jesus told Nicodemus in John 3, he said, you must be born again. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual birth. It's receiving a new nature. Glory to God. Amen. And we celebrate that and put ourselves in remembrance when we partake of the bread and the cup. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. So let's receive of the bread today. Honey, do you want yes. to pray over that? Yes. So Father God, we come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus and we thank, thank you, Lord. Again, for all these different ways for us to be healed. But we thank you, Lord, as we partake of this bread, which symbolizes Jesus' body that was broken for us at Calvary. And then he ascended into heaven. And we thank you, Lord, that he, yes. he just set liberty, Father, all the, the captivity that we were in, all the bondage to sin, but also all the bondage to sickness. Yes. We thank you, Father. We now have liberty in our bodies. And as we partake of this bread today, we ask you, Father, and we thank you for your healing power being ministered to each and every person. And as we take the bread, we say, Father, I thank you in Jesus' name that thank I am you. the healed of the Lord. That's I receive great. your healing for me today. And say that as, we, as you get ready to partake of this bread. Just say, Father, I thank you that thank Jesus you. paid the price so Jesus I no longer have to. And there I is a no trespassing sign sick. on my body that That's the right. devil cannot trespass on our body. Because Jesus, we are purchased with his blood. We are purchased with him because yes. of what he suffered and died for us. So thank you, Lord, as we partake, partake of this right yes. now in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and just take and eat and say, Father, 
Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for your healing power. Thank you for your healing power. Being made manifest in my body right Being now. Made manifest in my body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' and mighty name. Thank you, name. Lord. And for every person that's suffering right now, thank the Lord for your healing power. Thank you, in Lord. Jesus' healing power. Yes. Ministering right now to you. And I see esophaguses right now. If there's any uh, inflammation, if you are suffering from inflammation of the esophagus or acid reflux, take that and say, Lord, I thank you for thank paying you. the price. I yes. no longer have to have this on my body because I am purchased. I am. I belong to God. Amen. I belong to him. And I thank you, Lord, for your healing power, making me every whit whole in right Jesus now name. in the name of Jesus. From the thank top you, of Lord. the head to the tip of our toes in Jesus name. Thank Jesus you, Lord. Name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Free from thank inflammation, you, free from problems, free from pain. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, we call you, those God. things that be not as though they were. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your thank healing you, power. Thank you, Lord. Touching name. every person out there yes. today. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. In Jesus. Name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, particularly about the esophagus, let us know if that was you. Yes. Now, that's just one thing. That was a word of knowledge. But there's, that's not limiting. If, what, if you need healing in a different part of your body, you start thanking the Lord That's and saying, right. I received communion. Yes. And Lord, I thank you for touching and healing my body in Every Jesus' name. Hole. No matter what it was mm -hmm. or what it is. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. This cup represents the spilled blood of Jesus. Yes. He paid that awful price for you and I and for the whole world. And today thank we God. celebrate the goodness of God, the goodness of God that brought us into his family gave us the ability to receive the name of Jesus, the work of Jesus, because of what he did 2,000 years ago. His spilled blood brought us freedom from our past yes. and brought us into the family of God by receiving eternal life. Mm -hmm. So Father, right now as we Thank receive you, this cup, yes, we know it represents, it's symbolic of what Jesus did mm -hmm. 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Thank you right now for forgiving us and cleansing us, bringing us into your family, giving Thank us a new Lord. nature. Yes, Lord. And as Christians, when we need forgiveness, we can go to you according to 1 John 1, 9. Mm -hmm. Confess our sins to you and receive forgiveness totally, instantly, mm -hmm. when we ask. In Jesus' name, we thank you for that. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Yes. Amen. And all you out there today, mm. your assignment particularly, and we don't just pray up to the elections, but dig into prayer. Dig into interceding as we've been sharing today in these last several weeks. Pray for the nation. Pray for the light and truth of things to be continually revealed. Pray for those that are in leadership that they'll be bold. Yes. Amen. Not just for the president, but all the way down to the state and local levels and all those that are in the different aspects of local governmental authorities. Yes. Amen. Because I want to encourage you. You're making a difference mm -hmm. by your prayers, by your faithfulness. And as Pastor Don read that scripture in Ezekiel 18.1, excuse me, Luke 18.1 there, mm -hmm. about men ought to always pray and never faint. We'll look at that more next time. But until that time, keep your eyes on Jesus. Know He's coming soon. Be a witness for Him. Let your light shine because He is coming soon. 
and we need to win souls and bring them into the family of God. We love you and God bless you. you. Amen. Amen.